0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? In today's video, I'm gonna be going through my top 50 overall player rankings for fantasy football. So the last four days, I've gone through my running back, wide receiver, quarterback, and tight end positional rankings. And so now it's time for me to go over my top 50 big board. And I'm not gonna be talking about every single player super in depth. I'm more gonna be focusing on the overall positional trends. While you guys are watching this video, if you enjoy the content, please just make sure you leave a like subscribe to the channel and comment down below all of that good stuff. But let's just get right into the video. And I'm going to start off these rankings with six straight running backs. So it's going to be Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, and Ezekiel Elliott. I'm someone who likes to go running backs early and often. And I feel very confident with all six of these players. Running back is the most important position in fantasy football, so I will not be passing on any of these guys for a wide receiver, tight end, or a quarterback. I'm going to be locked in on running back as long as these six players are on the board. But after these RBs, I do have Devontae Adams thrown in here as the number seven overall player, and you really just cannot deny his ceiling at the wide receiver position. I think he is clearly the top fantasy football wide receiver option, He's going to be attached to Aaron Rodgers this year. He is the clear, clear, clear alpha wideout on that team. And he really is going to get you production everywhere. He's going to get you volume. He's going to get you that overall yardage. He's going to have a huge target share in this offense, and he's going to have a lot of touchdown upside. So he is really the full package when you're talking about a fantasy football wide receiver. And he's basically one of the only players that I would even consider taking in the first round, who is not a running back, because as you can see from eight to 11, I'm right back on the running back bandwagon. And so it's going to be Austin Eckler, then Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, and Jonathan Taylor. These are kind of like my second tier of RB1s. I had those top six, and then I have these four players coming in after each of them, I think have a little bit more concerns than those top guys. But they still have very high ceilings this year and should be solid rb1s then i have travis kelsey here at the number 12 slot and i am lower on him than consensus but i just really want to go out and get my rb1 in the first round because here's the thing if travis kelsey doesn't go out and put together an insane season he's going to be a bust at his current draft price even if he finishes as the tight end one he could still be a bust as a mid first round pick so i just want to go out Get my RB1, and if Travis Kelsey falls to me in the second, then I'll happily take him there. But I'm not one of these guys who has him ranked as like six or seven in my rankings. I'm just not that high on him. But then after Travis Kelsey, I have back to back wide receivers. Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs. These guys are basically just one step below Devontae Adams in my rankings. They're very different receivers, but I do think they're going to finish close together when you're looking at their points per game at the end of the season. They're both attached to great quarterbacks, very solid, high scoring offenses. And so you really can't go wrong with either one of those guys at wide receiver. And then I have a running back thrown in here, Joe Mixon. You know, he didn't quite make that second tier of RB1, you know, I still have him as a top 12 running back just from his volume. So I'd really be fine taking Joe Mixon anywhere in the second round, but I would definitely prefer like a mid to late second round pick, which is where I think you're gonna be able to draft him. Then I have Calvin Ridley at the number 16 slot. I am kind of separating him and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, all off season, they were back to back in my rankings, but I really have firmly established that Ridley is ahead of him. I just think his ceiling is much higher. He is the clear wide receiver one on this Falcons team. And he finished as a high-end wide receiver one last year with having Julio on the field for half the season. So I think there's a legit shot that he is the wide receiver one this year and really just firmly establishes himself as an elite fantasy wide receiver up there with Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Stephon Diggs. Then I've got back-to-back running backs here at 17 and 18 with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Najee Harris. You know, they're definitely here for different reasons. Najee Harris is way more of a volume guy. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think, is going to get it done all over and hopefully will have some more touchdown upside this year. But I would feel pretty confident taking either of those running backs in the middle of the second round. I mentioned this guy when I was talking about Calvin Ridley. It's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Here at number 19, he is my wide receiver five. So I think he's slightly below like the Adams, Hill, Diggs, Ridley group. But then I also think he's kind of above these next tier of wide receivers that I'm about to talk about. But before I get into those wide outs, it's going to be Antonio Gibson here at 20. And he definitely has fallen down these rankings just a little bit. You know, originally I would have felt confident taking him as like an early to mid second round pick. I'm not really there anymore just because I don't think he has this three down workload. So I don't know how high his ceiling is going to be, but I still view him as a high, high end running back too. And that's a very valuable pick here, you know, in the late second, I doubt he falls here, but then there's probably gonna be some of these other running backs available, like CEH, Mixon, maybe even Najee. And then here from 21 to 23, I've back to back to back stud wide receivers. We've got Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, and DK Metcalf, three just alpha wide receivers on this team. It was pretty tough to differentiate between these guys. You know, I think they're all going to put together great seasons and you really could just go with whatever player you like the most at this slot. I really don't think you could go wrong with any of these guys. And I also don't think you can go wrong with Darren Waller here at 24. You know, I originally wasn't a huge fan of picking him as like a late second round pick, but I honestly think the value could be there. Obviously I'd much rather get him you know, early to mid third round, but he's not always gonna fall that far. And I really think he's going to finish very close to Travis Kelsey this season. I think everyone's viewing Kelsey as like, he is so far ahead of these other guys, but I expect them to be very close when we look at the end of season numbers. So he's gonna end up being a value here. It's like a late second or early third round pick when you see Travis Kelsey being picked in the middle of the first round. After Darren Waller, I have A.J. Brown here at 25, and he just barely missed out on being in that wide receiver group with Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, and D.K. Metcalf. The only issues I have with A.J. Brown is he's going into the season banged up. It's his knee again. And then just also, you're bringing in Julio Jones. I don't think we're gonna know exactly how these targets are gonna shake out. And there's already not gonna be a ton of target volume on this team. And so Julio's competition for those touches you know, may just limit A.J. Brown's ceiling just a little bit, but still a very solid wide receiver one. Then I have Chris Carson here at 26. He kind of falls in this weird running back range. He's a guy I'm very confident in, but I don't think he really has the ceiling of these other running backs that are going in the second round, but I think he's much, much safer than some of the running backs that are going in like the late third, fourth round. It's a perfect balance of his safety and lack of upside. So I think this is a very fair ranking. Then I have my tight end three, George Kittle, here at 27. I still feel very good about George Kittle. I think people have honestly forgotten how good of a real life NFL tight end and a fantasy tight end he really is. I mean, if he's on the field, he is going to 100% live up to this ADP. So I feel very solid spending an early to mid third round pick on Kittle this year. Then I have Allen Robinson here at 28. And I almost feel like he's the Chris Carson of the wide receivers. You know exactly what you're going to get out of him. He is so safe but I don't think he has the same ceiling as the guys going ahead of him and maybe even some of the guys going after him. But at this slot, you're really just buying him for his safety and week-to-week consistency. Then I actually have his teammate, David Montgomery, here at 29. He continues to rise up these rankings. This Bears backfield is just not coming together the way I was initially expecting. You know, Tariq Cohen, we don't even know when we're gonna see him on the field. Damian Williams, you know, hasn't really cut into Montgomery's workload at all. So I think his touches may be way more similar to last year than I had initially anticipated. So he is a very solid third round pick now. And then I just have a stretch of wide receivers here. You know, I kind of had that top 10 and then these guys 11 through like 15, you know, they could be ordered any different way. So I have Cooper here at 30, then McLaurin, Woods, evans and cooper cup here ending at the 34 slot all of these guys are very solid fringe wide receiver ones you know if you went running back early i'd totally feel confident with any of these guys as my wide receiver one if you went early wide receiver then you can slot these guys in as a wide receiver two the value is totally there and this is kind of the range where i'm going to be looking at wide receivers because i am someone who likes to go running backs early and often so maybe snag two rbs in the first two rounds and then look to swoop up on one of these guys in the third. There's a quick little interjection from this wide receiver run with DeAndre Swift here at 35. You know, originally I had him up there with Carson and David Montgomery in that range, but the injury concerns with Swift and then just the overall lack of knowing what this offense is gonna look like, there's not gonna be a lot of touchdown upside. It's making me very weary of drafting DeAndre Swift know, especially as like a third round pick. So early fourth round or later is probably where I'd feel comfortable picking him in drafts, you know, at this point in the off season. And then I have three more wide receivers, Julio Jones at 36, C.D. Lamb at 37, and Chris Godwin at 38. These are like my high to mid-end wide receiver twos. I feel very solid with any of these guys slotting into my lineup as a wide receiver two. And then I have James Robinson here at 39. He's kind of in a position here where if you weren't able to get a solid second running back in those first three rounds, he could be the guy here. He's gonna get a lot of touches on this Jaguars offense. You know, even though I don't think this offense is gonna be great, he's still gonna be getting that workload. Maybe not, you know, as many touches as he got last year because Carlos Hyde is still there. But I think he's definitely a very solid pick here, really anywhere in the fourth round. And then I have two more wide receivers, with DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson. I also feel very comfortable having these guys as my wide receiver twos. I don't really know if they have the ceiling of some of the players ahead of them, but I think they're still very safe options. You know, they may get it done in different ways, but when we're looking back on this season, I expect both of these guys to be top 20 wide receivers. And here at 42 is where I have my first quarterback. It's gonna be Patrick Mahomes. He's not gonna be falling to the slot and I don't even know if I'd feel 100% comfortable picking Amir, but I do think it's fair. He is the number one quarterback. He's just so safe. He combines that safety with having a pretty solid ceiling, so he definitely deserves this ranking, even though I'm going to have very few shares of him. On my teams this year i've got t higgins up next here at 43 he's a guy that i think can emerge as the clear-cut wide receiver one on this Bengals offense so definitely has a lot of value here in the late fourth round then i have mike davis who just looks like he's going to be the workhorse of this falcons offense they did just go out and get wayne gallman but I'm not super concerned about that. I think Mike Davis will still get the majority of the touches. And then I have Brandon Ayuk here at 45, just a little bit lower than T. Higgins, because I do think T. Higgins has a more established, you know, wide receiver one path. Ayuk could be the wide receiver one, but he's also going to be competing with George Kittle. And you also have Debo Samuel there and then the next four guys, it's all gonna be running backs. So it's gonna be Darrell Henderson, Miles Gaskin, Miles Sanders, and then Gus Edwards. These running backs are really all over in terms of their floors, upside, how they score their points. So it's really just gonna come down to what kind of player you're looking for. I feel like Miles Gaskin is definitely more of a ceiling play. Gus Edwards, probably a solid floor guy. Darrell Henderson, somewhere in between and same thing with Miles Sanders. All of these players are kind of in complex backfields. So I don't think any of them are slam dunk picks, but you know, late fourth, early fifth round, that's kind of what you're going to be getting here at the running back position. And then the last overall player in the top 50, it's going to be Tyler Lockett you know, definitely lower than all the other receivers I've mentioned, just because of his inconsistency. But you know, at the season's end, he is probably going to be a top 15 wide receiver. The issue is that, you know, he's going to score like 40% of his points in three games. So he's going to produce, it's just going to be, you know, randomly, and you're not going to have a heads up on when he's about to pop off. So it definitely makes him a volatile player but still someone who I think should be in the top 50. So those are my top 50 overall player rankings for this year's fantasy football season. Let me know what you guys think down in the comment section. If you enjoyed the video, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then also if you haven't seen my other positional rankings, running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, and tight ends go check those out if you haven't seen them. But that's all I have for today. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.